Eita! Yes, yes, okay. First episode. First episode, here we go. Okay. Uh, topic is still cannabis. Cannabis. Cannabis, okay. How are you doing? What's up? I'm good, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, what so... So funny thing, so funny thing, right? I don't know whether my thing is ready to be um, harvested, but yeah. So we know we know about cannabis. We know that this shit is uh, one of the best shit in the in the world, um, and that it is delicious, absolutely delicious. You can have it in your tea. You can have it in your coffee. You can have fucking brownies. But um, yeah, Shab, it's as we learned, it's not so easy to grow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, every. Everyone underestimates it. Everyone underestimates it. Yeah. So, so just tell me, like, uh, so how how's your grow been going? How did you start? Um, and uh, what what has the journey been like? Okay. First grow was uh, a very late season. Started mid January. Plant plants are currently flowering, and yeah, it's been going slowly because of winter. Uh, if you know cannabis, it starts to slow down its growth in colder temperatures and will eventually stop growing below 12 degrees Celsius. So I don't know when it's going to harvest properly now. Yeah, yeah, it is It is a complicated thing. I mean, like with me, right, uh, my, my things are pretty much stagnated because of the cold. It's too cold. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's a bit of a wait. But don't you, wouldn't you say that you get uh, certain strains that are more better to grow in the cold, or is that just not the case? Uh, you do, you do. You do find uh, some strains that are more temperate to uh, colder temperatures and will grow better. But like I said, cannabis in general will stop growing below 12 degrees Celsius. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a, but it's a complicated thing. It's not just uh, you get a seed and you germinate it and then you just put it in the ground and boom, it's a wheat tree. <laughs> you know, um, it's quite a, yeah. quite, quite a lot to do and quite a lot to see. So like, how did you go about doing it? Did you just watch YouTube videos? YouTube, online research, speaking to people, speaking to people that grow. Uh, I feel like that's one of the best things to do is to uh, get involved with the community. So every every hobby has its own community. You'll always find bad people, you'll always find good people. But to get involved with the good people is always the best thing to do. Yeah, and uh, I mean, like, it doesn't uh, exactly go by the stereotype that every grower is this... A weird sketchy guy or like the hippie dude or some shit like that it's uh almost everybody even your neighbor is growing weed nowadays yeah yeah especially now when it's legal uh for commercial it's not so legal but um for yourself it's definitely it's it's found everywhere in almost every second backyard in south africa you are bound to find a cannabis tree but wow, what's so what's so wonderful about cannabis in South Africa, especially? I mean, as guys who don't smoke it, what's what's your take? So, 
personally for me i look at the health benefits of cannabis cannabis uh can help with so many things and currently there's still research being done on the different cannabinoids cannabinoids uh like thc thc can actually help with arthritis and diabetes where it, if people know what thc is it's used for actually the hallucinant or the psychedelic effect in cannabis so but it still has its own benefits yeah but do you the thing is do you smoke it or do you make a oil well you can do both you can you can make uh oils you can make butters you can make almost anything out of cannabis the possibilities are quite endless yeah of course of course yeah but uh, that's that's a fun thing about cannabis it that's why i suppose so many teenagers especially enjoyed because it's not just about the health benefits but it's the psychedelics yeah when it comes to teenagers uh there's not many that actually looking at the health benefits <laughs> yeah because they're not too much involved with the cbd yes yes the thc or the hallucinant is the main factor that attracts most people yeah of course i mean everybody wants a high now and again uh not us definitely not us <laughs> but uh but a shop so like i don't know you know what do you feel about it as a business opportunity do you think that there's a lot of um opportunity for people who want to get into the cannabis business uh you know is it a viable business well if you say a viable business in south africa I would not say at the moment. It is a business opportunity that people have been looking at, but I wouldn't say it is a viable one at the moment because there is going to be a restructuring of laws and mandates around cannabis within the next 2 years. Um but currently it there isn't uh a very well legalized statute around commercial cannabis uh where you can have maybe the SAVS uh, approve it or approve the products very easily and that's where the hiccup in the road hmm of course yeah and people yeah like you say people just don't see that it's not uh, like we said pop up a tree and start selling uh but what stops sudden what can stop a person from instead rather just going to a place where the laws are very relaxed the climate is beautiful Why not somebody just set up somewhere there? I'm confused. What do you mean set up somewhere there? A business. Oh, with cannabis. Well, that's that's always an option. That's always an option. Would it be something you'd do? No. No. I wouldn't leave South Africa, but that's for a whole different yeah, spectrum yeah. of reasons. yes precisely <laughs> so uh, what's your views what uh, what do you believe in in cannabis in terms of, in terms of business business spirituality uh, economic growth so like uh, as you know i don't think that it's the i don't think that it's the worst drug to have 
I do feel that maybe perhaps the people just have been using it, like we say, in the, for the wrong reasons, and it hasn't had its full potential to grow. Um, pun intended. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, I think if South Africa begins to open it up, but I mean, we have the best, uh, one of the best climates in the uh, in in Africa per se to to grow weed. I mean. Places like Durban and all the coastal areas are perfect. Uh, and it can be somewhere where South Africa can really take the forefront in, in the weed business. I mean, so many people are lobbying for it in Swaziland because Swaziland has like the best fertile soil for weed. I mean, weed just grows around there. The, the Swazi gold strain is the dominant one there. Um, but uh, people are lobbying for it to become like a main source of income because there's so much of weed, <laughs> there's so much of uh, potential there and the government doesn't want to allow it. So I think well, South Africa can instead just take the forefront. I mean, we're already, we already like at the, at the position where we can become the next Silicon Valley, it's just we're not doing it. Um, and uh, maybe, maybe weed can be the reason to kick it off. I mean, it took uh, Silicon to start Silicon Valley and uh, maybe it can take some ganja to start ganja valley. <laughs> well, every every place has its opportunity. Yeah, it does. But I mean, it takes it takes one um, starry-eyed person who doesn't really care and just goes ahead with what they want to do. And if they carry it out very well, then it uh, hell yeah, it's then it works. Then it works. Definitely, definitely. What would you say is uh, the best use for cannabis in South Africa amongst it being a uh, psychedelic and for its herbal uses? I think for its herbal uses. And, and, and I even think that it can be a much better alternative to tobacco smoking, if you ask me. Uh, I mean, instead of smoking tobacco, which only does bad, you can smoke CB, uh, some CBD ganja, uh, which is not all that good, but does protect your lungs from cancer. <laughs> um, so definitely the herbal use, um, especially as a tea or as an ointment. I mean, fuck, those stuff are... It's, it's a dime a dozen. I mean, it's, uh, it helps people, you know. Um, as a psychedelic, look, uh, <laughs> uh, as a pers- personally, I wouldn't say that it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to do. Uh, because we know what happens when you smoke too much ganja. <laughs> but uh, yes, that's, that's, that's my take. That should take, okay. And anything besides it being uh, used for remedies, herbal uses, and that. Uh, I don't believe that people explore the other boundaries of cannabis because cannabis and hemp, per se, grows much faster than most plants. And it can still be harvested and used for many things, fabrics, for uh, building material, Exactly. Yeah, like that plane that we saw. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, of course, of course. But like I, but like I say, you, you, the, the thing is that there's too much of a taboo that's surrounding weed, um, and and people are just not as, uh, how do you say, they don't have as much gumption to explore weed. I mean, that's why in America and 
uh, Netherlands and all those places where weed is like normal, that they at the forefront of discovering new things about it. Uh, not just uh, characteristic properties, but like you say, things where, that you can use it for, you can recycle for. Um, but most people are going to have to play a very big catch-up game if that's what they want to do, because uh, time is definitely going. And uh, weed is the place to be, and uh, people just aren't exploring it. So I think the thing is, like, people need to break the taboo that surrounds weed, um, and really start to ask themselves what is it that they're doing it for because not everybody wants to get a high and uh, I think a lot of people that grow it like we say are ordinary people these are not people that uh, are your like uh, what's this like your gangsters or anything no it's, <laughs> it's your neighbors it's your people with families I, I, I'm very sure not all of them want to just smoke it that's, ex- that's exactly the point but uh it's based around ignorance. That's what I believe personally. That um, because you've been told this, you should believe it. And because it's this way, you shouldn't use it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think a lot of people disregard cocaine being used in Coca-Cola, but uh, they don't do it anymore. But I'm just saying, you know, that uh, it, was, it was started for a reason. And Coca- Coca-Cola was started as a, as a um, uh, what's this, like a cough medicine. And imagine it had cocaine, which means that cocaine has some kind of a benefit that people saw fit for in that time. Um, and uh, I think it's uh, it's just that now, the time now is weed. It's the greens. It's the ganja. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Ima- imagine what, a t- what kind of a economy in a world we can build with just around ganja because of how many things that it can be used i mean look at how much how much things that we just mentioned that's it that's it uh there's not uh it, there's so many endless possibilities when it comes to cannabis amongst uh, smoking it uh you can even make concrete this ways for making hemp shirts there is obviously companies and businesses that are already based around this uh i don't know if you've heard of call it spring sorry call it spring no haven't heard of it okay it's a business surrounded around only making vegan uh clothing are you serious yes and they're based in south africa yeah okay I need to check yeah, that. That's a, that's it's a really nice business. Uh, unfortunately, I don't believe that they are being managed properly. Uh, however, I don't want to get into that. But it, that's the type of business fetishes I think South Africa should be better based into, uh, because it has a lot of opportunities to making sustainable um, materials without. Uh, the depletion of our environment mm, of course of course of course then um but now i have a question is that should should the ganja business be privatized or should be state-owned do you think that there could be a government kind of a thing where the government seizes it and uses it as its own business or should it be private I think we both are thinking the same thing right here. Uh, so I believe, in my honest opinion, it should be 
completely privatized however the government can subsidize it uh i see that as being the best way for it to have a better success rate because if in all honesty in south africa most state owned businesses don't do very well yeah. we can see that with escom with uh the sabc and multiple other uh state run companies yeah it's almost destined for failure if it becomes part of the uh, part of the government's whole yes yes yeah but that just highlights another issue is that uh, look look at people who really do want to start a weed official legal weed business the amount of uh, paperwork and um you know legal stuff that you have to go through does it really make it worth it to just do things legally well i don't think that's something that we should uh get into <laughs> no 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 i i like uh just as a as a as a case point you know like uh what stops another person from just going into it and saying you know screw the the screw the red tape you know let's let's just do something like this why should a person go through the legal way um well for one what comes to mind is obviously standardization um when you buying let's take for instance cbd oil if you're going to buy it through an unreputable person you don't know the contaminants within the oil and remember most of this oil is consumed orally mm. and the amount of uh contaminants that can be present in that oil when consuming it can be quite high uh amongst that being you don't know if what's the percentage of cbd to thc if you buy it from somebody you don't really know well or from somebody that's not very reputable yeah yeah it I, does come in with the uh, standardization yeah of course i think uh perhaps in that sort of a way for security reasons it should be better yes but um i just believe my own prospects that uh the government should obviously lessen the legalities around cannabis and i see it that way they'll be able to have more businesses thriving in the cannabis industry not only with uh maybe the smoking ventures but also with hemp and other things other things like 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 uh, hemp maybe hemp clothing uh there's uh possibilities of um well pre-rolled joints comes to mind because in uh, California and the USA they do already have companies that uh, sell pre-rolled joints and plants to the public yeah yeah that is very true that is true um so shab is we coming to the end what do you think might be the next drug that people would be looking into like a weed is 
that's that's actually a very nice question and uh i i really applaud this question because uh recently if you follow the us you will see that psychedelics have actually recently recently unbanned after being banned for 50 years and my personal opinion is psychedelics such as mushrooms uh lsd and uh well just uh, general pills will start to be used to help people there has been some studies where uh psychedelics can be used to treat mental illness and i think that's the next stepping stone from cannabis okay mushrooms <laughs> mushrooms shrooms did they say shrooms <laughs> yeah but what what can shrooms really be used for besides obviously um taking you to mars or jupiter <laughs> so uh they the psychedelic itself it's uh well obviously i'm no phd in psychology but they say it can help with mental illness psychedelics uh, per se can be used to treat mental illness and help cure it uh but other than that if you're looking just at the physical qualities of psychedelics i don't believe that it'll have any health benefits right sure of course of course so yes the shop shrooms are the future who would have thought shrooms are the future shrooms and lsd acid uh there's a lot in our future yeah well that's definitely going to get the trans kids on the roll some <laughs> Acetropine is erratic from what I heard. Like, acetropine is, like, flippinetic. Uh, like, you, 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 you become, you become, like, almost, a, like, it's almost like your soul gets changed. Not even, like, your body or some shit like that. It's almost as if you're, like, you're going on some kind of, like, a, a, a spiritual. A hydra. Yeah, like a soul journey. Like, that shit is, yo. <laughs> like, oh, I saw, I've, I've heard. I'm not talking personally. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> just wanted to clarify um but yeah no the acids are it, it's hectic all of the stuff is hectic but i think people just need to know at the end of the day that it's really just up to them and how they want to use things um and uh, to make sure it's within the legal boundaries because at the end of the day if you want to do something or if um you want to go out there and expand a product or something Yeah, you know, it's other people's lives that I risk and uh, people should just be more willing to comply. Definitely. That's that's important. To, uh, taking other people's uh interest when you're doing something is very important. Definitely. Thank you so much for this podcast, Ashab. It was a pleasure. Uh hopefully next week we'll have a new podcast out. And yeah, Hey, toodles, my man. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> okay, that takes us to our end of our podcast. Thank you. All right, shop, shop. Shop.